thank you for tuning in to Car Rider Line. I'm Sydney Hunt, and today I'm joined by Dave West, Director of Counseling and Student Services, and Christina Ford, Assistant Director of Counseling and Student Services. Thank you both for being here. Our pleasure. Y'all are some regulars, of course. <laughs> um, so this is an exciting time, uh, period of time for families of high school students who may be making plans for after high school right now. Uh, whether that's college or career planning. So today we're going to be giving you an overview of what you and your students should, can and should be doing right now to help the process of applying to college or planning for a post-high school career, help, help that process go a little bit easier. So if you have questions during the live stream um, for our experts here, uh, you can submit them in the comments um, on Facebook and we will get to them towards the end of the show. So let's get started. Financial aid. Um, since tonight is CCIC's virtual financial aid night, we're going to go into, we're not going to go into too much detail since everything will be covered tonight at 6.30 p.m. Um, if you tune in at CCISD.net at 6.30, you can hear in depth from our experts. But what should families know about financial aid right now if they have a student applying to college or university? Well, the biggest thing we want to talk about is remembering that financial aid means a lot of different things. Right. Some people just think of it as one application. They might just think of it as loans. But it actually encompasses a lot of different things. So that's number one. And tonight we're going to go over all of those different mm -hmm. things. So it's a great way to remind you that there's more than one way to help pay for college. Right. Um, the other thing that we want to remind families is that now is the time to start looking at those college and university websites. Most all of them have a special section that says financial aid. And so it will go over all of the different opportunities that they have at different specific colleges that offer different specific ways to help pay for schools because it's gonna vary from college to university. So now is the time to start doing that investigation and see what that may look like for schools that your student is interested in. Um, the reason that we have picked tonight to have our financial aid night is because the um, FAFSA, the, out, the federal application for, for financial aid, opens October 1st. So um, if your student, yeah, that's coming up this weekend. So if your student is planning on being at a post-secondary university or college in the fall of 2023, seems like so far away, that right. journey actually starts this Saturday. So that's another reason we kind of strategically plan it to have it. Um, right around that time. So when it opens, families are very familiar with what they need to do. And the other thing that I just want to remind families, and we'll mention this some more tonight, is a lot of our families think, well, I'm never going to qualify for anything for financial right. aid, so there's no need for me to listen, there's no need for me to do this because because of how much our family makes or because of other factors, there's, we're not going to qualify, so we just won't do anything. And that's not always true. Right. Um, again, remembering that financial aid means a lot of different ways to provide funding for college. So just making sure that Maybe listening tonight and maybe completing some of those applications will help you get some financial aid that you weren't even aware that was out there. So that's some of the things, the takeaways for right now to kind of pump up why we should watch this evening. And that's a good point. Um, there are so many different ways. What are some, what do some of those ways look like for financial aid for college? It's a great question. And another plug to tune in tonight because we're mm -hmm. really going to go in depth on the different ways that our students and our families can apply for financial aid. It's also really important that our families know the difference between these options that I'm about to say because some of those options are getting money kind of that just helps you go to college and you don't have to pay it back, but some of the things you might apply for, we wanna make sure our students and our families know they're gonna have to pay this back right. eventually. So the different types, there are scholarships. Um, and those are, and there's also grants. And this is typically when our families are, or students are going to apply, receive the money, and not really have to pay anything back. And there's different ways that you can get this. There's also work-study programs that are some colleges and universities participate in which our students work 
in order to pay back some of their college um, funds that they're having to pay for. And then there's loans. This is important because you typically do have to pay those back. So tonight we're really going to go over how to apply for scholarships, what are different type of scholarships that you can apply to, and where you go to apply for that. And but those are open to all students. Open I mean, to all to students, qualify. yes. And there's federal aid, and then there's also each college can have specific scholarships, work studies, right. programs, and grants that they can apply to. So there's federal parts, and there's also those specific colleges. So as you're looking for financial aid, if you know that college or university you want to attend, go to their website, look under that financial aid, it'll tell you exactly different ways that you can, can Perfect. So again, tonight, 6.30 yes. tonight, CCISD.net, you just tune in um, and you can actually ask questions as well uh, during the live stream with the experts. Um, so, And that presentation will be available for playback if you cannot tune in live tonight. So you can get all the information in before the FAFSA opens on October 1st. So now let's talk through the college application process. Like you said, it is it seems so early in our in our school year and when thinking about fall 2023, but um, what does this look like right now for students who are thinking about or going to apply for college in the fall? So for the class of 2023, this is a busy time of year if we're looking for a post-secondary um, opportunity at a college or university. Um, the number one things are the number one thing our students and our families should be really doing at this time is writing down application deadlines. So hopefully we encourage our juniors to really start narrowing down that list of where they want to apply. And right now our seniors are full into application, but there's so many deadlines. This one may have a deadline here, this one may have a deadline. So how do I keep track of that, making sure we write all of that stuff down so I don't lose track of things? An example of why that's important, for example, um, two popular public universities, and I'm going to pick two that are pretty <laughs> popular among CCISD families. No biases. There's no biases here. Um, the University of Texas at Austin and Texas A&M University College Station, they both have application deadlines of December 1st. Okay. So that means everything has to be to the university by December 1st. That means your application, that means any school paperwork like transcripts, mm -hmm. anything like that has to be at the university by December 1st in order for you to be considered for a spot in one of their colleges. So it, it, both UT and A&M have given data about the percentage of applications that they get during Thanksgiving week. Right. Um, it's pretty high because that's like, oh, wait, it's right there. And so we're we home, too. And we're home. Yeah. So, um, but it opened up August 1st, so now is still a really great time to kind of spend some time getting that stuff done because if it's not December 1st, many right. other colleges and universities have a January 1st deadline. Right. So we don't want to wait until the last minute to start trying to figure all of this out. Yeah. The other reason you want to wait to the last minute is because there might be some documents documentation that's required as part of the application that someone at school has to fi mm -hmm. fill out for you. Like our registrars may have to get a transcript for you. Our school counselors may have to do a letter of recommendation for mm -hmm. you. And that's not something that they can do just really quick. And they're doing it for oh, almost uh, every everybody. student. Right. Yeah, and, and, so. and they want to write the best great point. letter of recommendation possible right. for your student. So um, you don't want to go, well, I need it sent today. Because that letter of recommendation, if it gets done, right. might not be the best and the most glowing recommendation that they could do. We usually ask um, our students and families to give our counselors 10 days, uh, 10 school days, mm -hmm. to get those letters of recommendation done. So you got to figure out where your deadline is for the application and then kind of track back and I want to make sure that my counselor has enough time to get that done and there's holidays and there's Thanksgiving and all of those different things so I want to make sure that I give everybody the opportunity to get all the paperwork in for me mm -hmm. as the student so that the university has the best picture of me and how I would best fit into their 
their system. Um, And I did mention letters of recommendation. I'll just throw it out there right now. Most public, Texas public universities do not require letters of recommendation. In fact, some updates we've been going to say they don't want letters of recommendation. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be something they they consider, um, like your U of H's, your Texas Tech, your Mm -hmm. A&M's. But other colleges and universities are going to require it. So if you are going outside of the state of Texas, there are, as part of that application process, but part of that packet, that whole packet you have to be have completed, a letter of recommendation is a part of that. So we want to make sure that we are giving our counselors time to get that done for you. Right. So that's all of those fun things going on right now. I remember when I was on a college campus, October was really when I was writing lots and lots and lots of yeah. letters of recommendation for my students so I could could let that college know you are getting an amazing applicant and they, you right. should really consider them to be a part of their of your university. So those are all of the fun things that are going on right now for our seniors, or a sample, I should say, of some of the of fun what's things going, going on. on. Yep. And I think that's a great point is to not pack it in all at once at, on Thanksgiving um, and making sure you're preparing. So And you still have time. You know, mm-hmm. we're not in quite yet into October yet. So you still have a good few months. Um, can you talk through the Naviant site and how that helps students and families, um, whether they're at school or at home? So Naviance is something that we use in CCISD. It's a great tool. And we utilize that to help our students discover more about themselves, more about the careers or colleges that they might be interested in so that they can plan for Mm -hmm. what do they want to do after high school. Is it a career? Is it a college? What else do I want to do after my high school journey has been completed? Shouldn't be something new for our juniors and seniors. Our all CCISD students start using it in sixth grade. Um, So we really start working them through that process um, when they start middle school. But right now, Naviance is that single web-based portal where our families and students can use and rely on for their college application process. Our current seniors and maybe even some juniors will be using Naviance to do a lot of different college and career tools. Naviance has so many tools available. One of those tools is called Supermatch. And so what our students can do is they can go in there, they set up their profile, set up criteria, and Naviance will actually match them to colleges that that provide opportunities with what their passions are, what they enjoy, what they like to help guide them in that search. Ms. West talked about how as juniors they should start narrowing that down, Mm -hmm. and Supermatch is a great way, a tool to use to help them do that. Another really neat tool that Naviance has is called Scattergram. So Scattergrams in Naviance, students can input their test scores. We know that test scores are optional for some colleges still right Mm now. Um, But if our students do have that college admission test, they can input that into the Scattergram and it'll put this chart up and it'll help guide them to look at this university look at their college admission test and say, maybe this is a good match for Mm -hmm. me based on the scores that I have or what else I do, or maybe I need to look elsewhere. So really help our students narrow down that college search that they are um, looking at all of the different universities. Naviance is also kind of one-stop shopping for submitting our documents for college applications. You're going to need your transcript at some point, to, uh, whether it's final transcript or a transcript while you're applying, um, or if you're self-reporting. Some colleges will talk about that tonight, have self-reporting. Um, but we can use that through Naviance. That's where you're going to request it from our registrars. The letter of recommendations Ms. West was just talking about, that's where you let your counselors know, hey, I need a letter of recommendation, and that's where they submit them. Um, And school reports. Some colleges want school reports to know the different um, ins and outs of what our campuses offer, and that's where we submit those and can send those into colleges. 
It also houses something that's very important is our student and parent brag sheets. Ms. West talked about how those letter of recommendations, we really want to tailor it to your student, which is why we need at least those 10 days. And those brag sheets really help our counselors. It's that tool that helps them highlight all of the different things that they've been doing throughout their high school career so that that counselor can really highlight all the wonderful things about that student. Um, like I said, it shouldn't be new. Our, our mm -hmm. students, by the time they're seniors, should be very knowledgeable about what right. is in Naviance. But if not, our counselors and college career specialists can help them through that. Um, it's also, I mentioned earlier, financial aid has scholarships. Naviance is also a great way to look at our local and national scholarships. It has a tool in there that we'll really talk you through tonight about how they can search and look for scholarships that might match them, their, their individual needs. It's such a great tool, and I don't think... So wonderful. And there might be some families where the student's well-versed, but um, yes. if families want to get involved, they can show them at home mm -hmm. um, everything that the, it has to offer. Absolutely. Parents have view rights, mm -hmm. so they can't actually do the work for right. the student. So right. parents, you can't request that transcript for the student. <laughs> yes. A student actually has to request yes. the transcript right. on their side. Um, so the student has the activity part where they get to do everything, and the, and the parent has the view rights. So mm -hmm. it's really a, a great, useful tool for all of our kiddos. Awesome. And like you mentioned, there's ways to input what your interests and everything yes. to match you. Uh, and there's still time, a little bit of time to try to find the right fit for after high school if you're a senior right now. And if you're a junior thinking about next next school year. Um, so CCIC offer, also offers a college and career fair. Um, we work on, online in the past uh, because of COVID past few years, but uh, next month uh, we were we we're going to be in person and help families get some more information from colleges, universities, and employers um, that interest them. So can you talk through what that night entails? Sure. So as you mentioned, we are so excited to have this back yes. in person because this is a big event for us. Um, we are so excited to welcome everybody. I've seen eighth graders all the way up to seniors at our college and career fair. So um, it's a great place to meet community members on our mm -hmm. on our career side. Um, so it is going to be, it's a, so for our families who have had seniors or have gone in the past, we are about a month earlier than our typical times mm -hmm. have been in the past. So we're, um, our college and career event will be Wednesday, October the 26th. Um, it is at what we call the Educational Village, which is Clear Falls, Bayside, and Mossman. It is from 6 to 8 p.m. The reason we say it's at the whole village is because we literally take over all three cafeterias because that's Amazing. how many people we have. Right. We pull the doors back, and it's just one giant room. Um, on one side, we'll have our community members who have agreed to come in, who have been working with our career and technology education department on mm -hmm. the career side. Um, I have gone over there and learned amazing careers that are, are in our community. And so our students actually have the opportunity to go and talk to those individuals, learn a bit more about how they got what the career entails, mm -hmm. how they got there, what education is required for that particular career. And then in my mind, I'm like, okay, now I know, and I can walk over to the colleges and, and find, the college. find the college in which I can now do that career. So um, typically we have over 100 different college, college um, admission representatives that come. So far we're up to, we're in the 60s right mm -hmm. now, but we still have a month to go. So right. I know that they will start um, signing up soon. So we, so part of the room is full of college admission officers um, from all over the place. So it's not just Texas specific. Yes, 
We have the University of Texas at Austin. Yes, we have Texas A&M University. We also have Harvard's already signed up. Um, University of Alabama. So we have this wide variety. We have our community colleges there. Um, in addition to that, it's not just college. We also have represent. We have representation for our armed forces. Mm -hmm. So we will have um, our, all of the military branches there in one particular area too. So this is just a great opportunity for families to come and see all of the different things. All the different, like not all, because there's mm -hmm. some lots of different careers. Uh, military. Um, we have some ROTC scholarship folks coming mm -hmm. to talk about what they may look like at the university, and lots of different universities to get information from. And I know our representatives like to get to know each other. They'll give students information on how to get connected with those universities right. so that they can have. So if it's a junior this time next year, they're already knowing what to do right. because that representative has kind of guided them through that. If they're currently a senior. It might help them step up a little bit right. and get that stuff done. Um, <laughs> Try to so figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's just a great opportunity um, for our families and our students to come and see face-to-face -face people, get direct mm -hmm. information on how to be successful after high school. And I think it's also for all age levels in high school. I mean, if you're a sophomore and you're wanting to really get ahead of the game um, or you know what you're wanting mm -hmm. to be doing already, um, which might be rare, but you can go and get more information from the career specialists, from the colleges, um, and really start planning out what your next few years are going to look like. So you might find out, like, you might be really passionate about a particular career, mm -hmm. and you might find out that you, the university that you thought you wanted to go to actually doesn't have a major right. in that. And so then you have the opportunity to visit with other people mm -hmm. and go, oh, well, maybe it doesn't fit there. It's really fun to watch everybody walk away with all the folders yes. and the, the, the thing. And our, and our representatives seem to just genuinely have a good time meeting. Right. Our families. It's just so such an exciting time for families and students. So what are some other maybe frequently asked questions our college and career specialists at our high schools may see during this time? We're so fortunate to have college and career specialists at our high school, and this is definitely their busy season. They're mm -hmm. always busy helping our students, but this their, their busy season is starting to ramp up. So some of the things that they can help our students with is they start getting questions about just how do I apply. Mm -hmm. There's different ways that you can apply to each university. So is it walking them through the Common Application or the Go Apply Texas or or the college-specific application. That is something that our college and career specialists can really assist our students with. Um, a lot of families right now are thinking about college costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. How can I pay for that? So are, they get a lot of questions about scholarships. How can I find scholarships? How can I apply? So that's something that our college and career specialists can really assist our students with. And after tonight, um, they're really going to start getting questions about that federal application mm -hmm. for financial aid that opens on October 1st, so the FAFSA and the TASFA. They can walk students through, talk them through how, how to apply um, for that funding um, also, colleges in general. Miss mm -hmm. West was talking earlier that a student might know a career but not know if a college fits that career that they want or that major. And so they can talk them through and really help them as they're narrowing down where they want to attend. And the great thing is is that they're always there to help students. Mm -hmm. they, they want to be helping our students with the college and careers that they're preparing for after high school. And so they're there. Um, something they do that we love is they host lunches, lunch and learns for mm -hmm. our students. And, and they start hearing hot topics of different things that people are asking about and they'll host a lunch and learn. So all students have access to see what they can do to prepare after high school. So would you say that they, the college and career specialists at their, their zoned campus mm -hmm. would probably be the first person that they reach out for assistance? 
if they have questions? I'm going to yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to say you could go one of two yes. ways because first and foremost I always want our students to reach out to their to their counselor because that counselor is can answer a lot of those same questions. Right. We're just fortunate enough that all of our comprehensive high schools have an additional support person that college and career specialist. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are talking to your to your alpha counselor, they may refer you to the college and career specialist because they have maybe a little bit more information about a particular topic or they might have a guest speaker mm-hmm. coming in for one of those lunch mm-hmm. and learns. But I would always say start with your start alpha with counselor. Your alpha. Mm-hmm. Then you always have that career specialist as right. well. And then um, if you're wanting to look for additional support, like maybe something outside of the school, maybe I do, maybe I wasn't able to speak to someone at College Fair, I wasn't able to attend, or I mm-hmm. want to learn a little bit more, you can always reach out to the colleges themselves. Mm-hmm. Again, I keep bringing up UT and a and <laughs> <laughs> and I realize that, but usually like, those are uh, two big draws for right. a lot of our families. Both of those universities actually have Houston centers. They have college representatives right. in Houston that families can go to. U of H has one. Right. Um, I Tech. believe Texas Tech has one in our area. So our bigger universities actually have centers here in the Houston area. Not in the, necessarily the Clear Lake area. You might have to go into Houston a little bit mm-hmm. where you can actually set up a meeting, an appointment, and you can talk directly with a college admission person of a college that you are interested in applying to. So kind of like broad to, to specific. So we have our our general, our, our counselors can help you with all things. Right. Our college and career specialists can help you with all things. And if you need some more specific information, those are those local reps that you can go reach out to. You can do online chats with them. I was looking at the other day. You can actually do Amazing. online chat with them and yeah. all kind of things like Very that accessible. as well. Very accessible. Mm-hmm. And so families also can and use that same advice for if families are planning together um, and parents want to want some more information. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you think we missed? I know we we stayed very broad because we are going in more detail tonight for financial aid and at College Fair. Um, is there anything else you think we missed? I think there are the, two things that I thought of. Ms. West was just talking about those local offices and the updates that we've attended. They really want students to reach out to them. Mm-hmm. So so that broad to narrow is make sure that you look at look and see if you can chat online or go in. It's a great resource that we have locally. But also, Ms. West and I mentioned the FAFSA and the TASFA mm-hmm. a couple times throughout this. It opens on October 1st. Something that started with the class of 2022 is that it's actually a graduation requirement. We just wanted to throw that out there to complete the FAFSA or the TASFA or to opt out of that completion. So we want to make sure that our students are aware it's a task that our students have to complete within our Naviance Mm -hmm. um, portal that we talked about. And so families either have to complete that application or sign an opt out form. So we want to just make sure our families know that that is a graduation requirement. The two things Mm -hmm. I also came up Mm -hmm. with um, when we were talking talking through this is um, number one a lot of students are uh, right now a lot of our colleges and universities are saying they're still SAT or ACT optional Mm -hmm. and we've gone to a couple of updates lately and while that sounds great um, some families are a little apprehensive so I just want to remind families that if it's test optional it means you can go ahead and submit your scores because all of our juniors have that mm-hmm. opportunity to take at least one college admission exam. And you can go ahead and submit those scores. The universities are only going to utilize that score if it benefits you in the application process. If, if you didn't do so great that day, you were having a bad day, mm-hmm. they're not going to use it as a penalty against you, yeah. against you. And the other thing our students need to remember is regardless of it's if it's a public Texas school in Texas, 
We still have the Texas Success Initiative that students have to meet, which is a specific standard to show your college readiness. Mm -hmm. So you either can do that by an SAT or an ACT mm -hmm. score, or you have to go back. So let's just say you choose not to submit it. They could go, great, you're admitted pending results from the Texas Success Initiative assessment. So you're not going to get out of testing right. any way that you think about it. So that was just one more reminder yeah. to our, our students out there that go ahead and send the scores. They're not going to use it. Um, if it penalizes you in any way. Perfect. Well, thank you both for being here. And uh, that's it for this episode. We'll be the, It will be available for playback and published as a new audio episode. So be sure to search for Car Rider Line wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe so you're notified whenever it's available. Our next episode in a few weeks, we'll talk through National Book Month in October and all the amazing things going on in our libraries. So be sure to tune in for that one. Um, until then, we'll see you then. Bye.